Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Closer to Christ Meditations. Uh, we're super excited to be with you today. I'm um, going to be talking about uh, the accounts we read in Matthew chapter 1 and Luke chapter 1. Uh, so starting out in Matthew chapter 1, we're with Joseph. Um, and it kind of talks about his experience finding out that Mary is with child. Um, as the customs were at that time, uh, she would have received a very extreme punishment. Um, it was customary to, to have her stoned to death. If she had um, become, uh, if she had been conceived uh, without being in marriage and with someone else, um, but Joseph, being very respectful of her and obviously loved her, um, he it says that he was going to put her away privily, um, which, according to our understanding, is, is sort of like a divorcement of that engagement, um, and he was going to do it privately so that she would, wouldn't be stoned to death. Um, so we can already see an example of Joseph's love for her. And then also he was in a place where he could receive a vision. Uh, so he has an angel come to him, and the angel lets him know that Mary is going to have this child, and that he's going to be named Emmanuel and, and be the Savior, um, a son of God. Um, and then jumping over into Luke chapter 1, uh, we're with Zacharias and Elizabeth, and uh, explains that both of them are well within their years, um, that they're old. They're too old to be of the childbearing years. And Zacharias, he's working in the temple. His job was uh, lighting the incense. He's in the temple, and, and he has an angel come to him um, and explain to him that his wife, Elizabeth, is going to have a son. And he's not quite sure what to make of it at first. And he even asks the angel, okay, well, how am I going to know when this happens? And the angel says, uh, strikes him dumb and says, you're going to be stricken dumb until it happens. Um, which I found really interesting as we were reading, uh, because the angel didn't say, I'm not going to answer you, because then uh, Zacharias was aware of when it happened, because he no longer had that curse of being stricken dumb um, that was lifted. And so he knew when it was happened, but he definitely was cursed um, with being stricken dumb. So I think that was an interesting example I noticed of kind of a blessing in disguise or an answer to his prayer or question in disguise. Jeffrey R. Holland has an excellent quote about waiting on the Lord's timing. Uh, and he says, while we work and wait together for the answers to some of our prayers, I offer you my apostolic promise that they are heard and they are answered, though perhaps not at the time or in the way we want it, but they are always answered at the time and in the way an omniscient and eternally compassionate parent should answer them. Zacharias and Elizabeth are beautiful examples of trusting in the Lord's timing and it not always coming when we expect it or when we would want. And then we uh, hear Mary's vision. She has Gabriel come to her and, and explain that she is going to be with child. Um, and her response is really remarkable. She doesn't even question it, really. Then when the angel uh, explains to her what's going to happen and, and that she's going to carry the, the Christ child, she says in Luke 1, verse 38, Be it unto me according to thy word. And to me that, again, is just a beautiful example of trusting uh, what the Lord has planned for us and in his divine timing. And what an excellent example Mary is of that. And the angel's first thing that he says to her is how favored she is of the Lord. Um, which again, um, lets us know that she was righteous and that uh, her response is obviously an example of hearing the revelation and uh, going with it. So our impressions on this, um, this Come Follow Me study guide for this week um, was to focus on the waiting on the Lord and 
also on receiving and how we can receive our revelation for ourselves. Um, and as we come to the Lord and as we strengthen our relationship with him, we can receive divine guidance. And it might not be angels. It might not be um, super strong witnesses, but that we are asked to listen and to receive and to get into a place where we can have the answers of the things that we desire most. All of those desires were righteous desires and that God knows our righteous desires of our hearts and he knows that what we want the most out of our lives um, and he can help us through that and he can help us get the revelation that we need. Um, so today's meditation is to practice being in a receptive mode. As we meditate, we're calming the mind and calming our thoughts, our mental capacity to be able to hear more uh, clearly our our hearts and our spirits, um, the way that the spirit speaks to us. Um, some of us might be more um, connected to thoughts as impressions, uh, that the spirit might use our thoughts as ways that we receive impressions, but it often can feel a little bit different than the normal chatter in our minds. Um, so when we meditate, we can help discern between our own thoughts, our own chatter, our fears, all the things that kind of go through our minds, and the thoughts and the feelings and impressions of the spirit. Um, so as we practice meditation today, it is an, an, an invitation to relax the thoughts and the feelings of our, of our fears or our worries or our, our minds and to really step into how our spirit feels and what's happening on a deeper level as we receive revelation. So my invitation is to uh, bring up something that you de desire, something that's hard for you, something that might have been as intense as wanting a baby in your old age or um, having a desire to feel more connected to the Savior in this next year, um, bringing up the desires of your hearts of what you truly want. And even if these things don't feel possible, to allow yourself to really feel them, to let that desire be there and to bring up that righteous desire from your heart. Um, and just take some breaths here of feeling into the desire and the intensity of that desire. So just for a moment, breathing and relaxing, feeling all of that um, intensity or that desire and let it kind of come up and be there. And maybe just seeing it as an image, if you can see something that you're offering in front of you of maybe it's a plate, an empty plate of, of I need this, I need this thing. I need this thing so much. And just letting it be as strong and as big as your desire is. And start to just release all of the thoughts and the feelings about it, of this thing that's not happening or this thing that you want so desperately that doesn't feel like it's happening, or maybe it is, but it feels slow. Maybe just showing all of the needs that you have, that your family has, of, of maybe a person that you're caring for or wanting something for. And we're just starting to process all of the, um, your own emotions that come up with this, any fears, any doubts, any discouragement, any how long it's been, the duration of, of this pain or this weight on you or your family. And see if you can just imagine putting your heart and putting all of this desire onto this, this altar, this platter that you're offering up to the Lord. And just watch how strong that is, of how, how good and how strong that is, that desire that you have. And once you can start to see how strongly it feels you can start to deepen into what what you really what your spirit is saying about it that there's a question or a, a need 
that sometimes our thoughts and our feelings and our fears get in the way of really receiving the answers. So for just a minute, as we put our hearts on the altar, we're going to relax down into our bodies more of, of feeling what you're noticing in your stomach, maybe noticing what's happening in your heart as you feel, maybe noticing even the, the chatter in your mind of how loud the mind is about some desire that's so intense. And see if you can just relax the thoughts and allow them to be there and focus in a little bit deeper into your spirit and your body and how it's feeling. I like to imagine my spirit as a kind of a, a glowing energy within me that can start to get a little bit brighter. Maybe with the heaviness of this thing or this desire that's so intense, it can kind of weigh on us or feel like a heaviness. And we're just lightening that up with allowing the spirit to get a little bit stronger, a little bit brighter. And we're just going to let all of this come out, all of it be offered up on the altar. And as we're letting go of it, as we're letting go of the desire and letting it be there, allowing it to, to be there, we're also letting it go and sinking into a feeling of clarity of what it feels like to be in your own energy separate from the intensity or the pull of this desire. I like to imagine light coming in through the top of my head and just washing through my body, washing out any attachments, any fears, any worries about this thing or this person. And just letting it be there, it's still aware. God is still aware of it and aware of you and aware of your desire. But that for right now, you can just let the light come in and flow through your body and help ground you into the earth, maybe seeing roots grow down into the earth, draining out any ex excess fear, excess worry, and just being with you in your desire. Being with you even while this thing has still not happened or is still hard. And just feel the comfort of the light, feel the comfort of this one moment of just allowing God to be with you and his spirit to be with you. Allowing ourselves to meditate on the light and the presence of God with us, even in our deepest desires, even in our deepest needs. Even when we feel like he's not answering those needs, we're just being with him anyway. Seeing the light shine into your mind, your body, your spirit. Seeing the light calm your heart, calm the thoughts in your mind. Maybe loosen up all of the intensity about this thing. Maybe even helping see it differently. Maybe even allowing God to take it from you and to trust him with it. And just allowing yourself to see whatever needs to happen with this desire in your heart, whether he takes your heart in this desire and holds it in and that you can trust him with this and that you get to let go or that he puts it back in you and is with you as you ask for this thing. And we're just being open to receive any thoughts, any impressions, any images or sensations in the body, being open to receive any guidance about this thing, if there is any.
we're letting go to create space to receive. And sometimes it's a practice of letting go and trusting, and sometimes it's a practice of being open and receiving the guidance that would be there. Being kind to yourself of whatever this is looking like for you. If it's hard to let go, being okay with that. And maybe focusing on that, that the light can be with you in your need. And if you are receiving, to be open to what the Spirit is speaking to you and to your body, to your spirit, to your soul. With any impressions about this person, this thing, this heart's desire. And just allowing your mind to relax about any impressions that it receives, that your body receives, that your mind doesn't have to figure it out or be afraid. Right? We can trust your heart, we can trust the spirit to be with you and to comfort you. Just like these angels comforted the mothers that they spoke to and the fathers that they spoke to, that all of them received a witness from an angel. All of them received impressions that they followed. We're just allowing our minds, our bodies, our spirits to be in a receptive place, also being willing to let go. Taking a few breaths here, filling up with the light, filling up with the impressions, trusting them a little bit stronger that your spirit can speak just as loudly as your mind. And that as we quiet the mind, we can hear the spirit more strongly and trust in those impressions a little more deeply, even when they don't make sense or even when they feel like we don't know how to do them, that they can still be the impression we received. Trusting that the how will come as we receive and as we trust. You can pause here if you'd like to write and record anything that you received, or if you'd like to sit with this a little bit longer and receive more. And if you're feeling complete, we're just coming back into your body, maybe noticing how the difference feels of when we started this podcast, this meditation, to how we're feeling now. If you can feel more light within you, if you can feel more peace, more connection to the spirit, maybe a little bit of a break from the intensity of the thing that you brought up, the thing that you desire so much, maybe feeling a little bit more space for the Lord to be with you in that desire, to know of your desire, and to answer in his timing, to trust him in his timing. Thank you so much for joining me, for joining Kyle. We love you, even if we don't know you, and we're excited to continue uh, these principles with you. Thank you so much. That meditation really filled me with, with hope in God's timing, um, and especially after reading the words in both Matthew and Luke. We hope that you were able to go along with that meditation and, and receive some of that personal revelation for yourself. Um, and we, as we receive that, we can really practice uh, our trust in God's timing and, and his message uh, that he might have for us at this time, especially going into the new year. Um, so I invite each of you to share your experience. And if you like these podcasts, please uh, like it and, and share it with somebody that might need it. 
Um, and we're excited to be with you again next week. Thank you.